I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Yo, we are very proud to announce uh, the support of Upside.com for Rebel Radio. Upside is a great service if you travel for business. I know a lot of you out there are on the go like I am. I just spent a month in Europe this summer. I had 14 flights and so many hotel rooms and all of that. And I wish I had known about Upside dot com at the time because it would have made my life a whole lot easier booking all of that upside will get you the best prices on flights hotels rent a cars um, and the thing that they do that nobody else does is uh, you get a gift card to places like amazon.com with every purchase not just your first purchase but every purchase you make they'll hook you up they also offer great customer service through their app, their website, their uh, the phone. It's they have these people they call navigators that kind of help you through the process and make it all real easy for you. Upside.com, use the code Rebel, and they're going to hook you up with a minimum of a $100 gift card to Amazon.com just because you're a Rebel Radio listener. I appreciate them taking care of my listeners, and I want you to uh, get over to Upside.com, use the code Rebel, and hook it up minimum purchase required see site for details this is animal and you're listening to rebel radio fuck you josh but i didn't really mean it what's up this is rebel radio what up what up this is dj newmark this is peanut butter wolf it's your boy it's okay keep checking out rebel radio rebel radio this is rebel radio we're in the place right here uh-huh. rebel radio is going down would you say rebel radio oh wait let's do it again rebel radio hey what's up rebels welcome back to rebel radio i'm your host josh levine my guest today is animal she's a, a great recording artist i like her music I like her whole vibe. She just put out a new EP called Release with the uh, lead single, It's Over. If you check out the video for that, it's pretty provocative. I think you'll like that one. Uh, Check it out on YouTube. She's got some great stories to tell. She kind of takes us through how she went through some major pivots in uh, even early on at this point in her career through a name change, 
to change up her musical style. She's got some good lessons for all of us in uh, the art of the pivot. And also she, she talks a lot about you know, when she's been too hard on herself, uh, when that's worked for her and, and when it doesn't work and how she's kind of learned to be patient sometimes and not patient at other times. There's really good stuff in this interview. I hope you'll enjoy it. Uh, before we get into that, let's hear the EDM.com track of the week. That was Dream Party with Body Talk, our EDM.com track of the week. And now let's get into the interview with Animal. I'm fascinated by what the little that I've uh, learned, thanks to your amazing publicists, who are, who are lifelong <laughs> friends of ours. Jen and I go way back, and Julia as well. Um, and uh, yeah, they just showed me your, your stuff, and I loved it. And my wife loved it. We were oh, watching yeah. last night. Oh, thank you. All that, yeah. Did your wife get a glimpse of, I'm curious if you guys saw the new video. Yeah. Unreleased video. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, really I'm curious cool. about, you know, it's like women seem to And that's for, I'm sorry, tell me the song. It's over. Okay. And that's a single that's coming yeah. out. Yeah. Nice. It was called It's Fucking, uh, The Last Fucking Time, because uh -huh. that's the hook, but yeah. apparently radio wouldn't go for that. Yeah, so. it's, <laughs> sure. Yeah, now. No, it's over works. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, that's cool. No, it's cool. It's powerful it. stuff. So I want to learn all about you and and, uh, and how you're doing it. Um, what was the first record you ever bought? Holy shit. And by record, do you mean record record? Piece of music. Okay. I guess sheet Purchased. music if you wanted to include that. No, but. I thought when you say record. No, I know. You know. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah, doesn't have to be vinyl. <sighs> that I bought with my own money? Mm. Holy crap. Or like, but that like you went to... You know, it wasn't like the Sesame Street records that like no, no, showed no. up in your house. I didn't have that, money yet then. Okay. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it might have been like, whoa, Queen. Okay. It may have been Queen. Yeah. That was a big one. I have a Killer Queen uh, 45 that I bought. <laughs> One time I got money. I think it was must have been birthday money. Uh -huh. I had like $40, which was a huge amount of money for me. Uh -huh. 
can't, I don't, I don't even remember how old I was, but, and I had my dad take me to the store and I bought 47 inches. Well, you could do that with 40 bucks. Yeah. Back Damn. then. Yeah. Wow. Wait, so do you remember like falling in love with music for the first time? I love your questions already. Falling in love with music for the first time. Or let me ask you this way: What, yeah, what like, was your wow, what profound. was what was what was your music when you sort of discovered okay the sound that really okay. spoke to you? Because that's really different, right? Because yeah. discovering music that's like a whole world. Um, <clears throat> discovering music for me, well, there's there's a whole story about that. I mean, it was always in my life. Um, my my parents put me in classes and stuff like that, but it wasn't really the, like the thing. It didn't really like click yet mm -hmm. until actually it was not long ago it's it was a little bit like later for me i guess really? but i do remember i was like traveling the world and i was in australia and i had given up acting which was my thing theater i was really good at it at the time i'm not anymore i gave it up and i was like the, in the void of like what am i here what's my perp you know why am i here what's my yeah. purpose and that's a hard place to be you know so it was very hard for me for a couple years there just like figuring it out i remember i was like upset about something and that's usually where I might write my music from now but sure. upset about something I was like jumping on someone's bed I was traveling you know Australia and I started to yodel <laughs> and the wow. sound and I don't know if you know how much you've heard but I kind of do have this like weird yodel only um forget what that movie was that I think everyone saw when we were kids uh was it Sound of Music? Was there yodeling and Sound of that's, Music? I think that's legit yodeling. That's oh. that's like the real deal. Okay. I'm talking about like Lannis Morissette, little like. Ah, uh, got it. Yeah. Thing. Okay. That just started to come out, and I was I guess like, that's Whoa. legit too. Yeah, I mean that was my moment of like, oh, there's something you know, I've got something going on in here, something yeah. really interesting, but I didn't really start pursuing it until someone gave me a mixtape and I started singing to it. But um, I think that moment, jumping on the bed, yodeling. Yeah. Nice. I was like, ah, this is something inside of me. And then do you remember the first time you performed in front of people? I, as, a, as a musician? Like on stage, yeah, as a musician. As a musician, yes, yeah. I do. Uh, I really do. <laughs> it was, uh, I'm from Toronto, Canada, uh -huh. and it was in this bar, I don't think it exists anymore, called Clinton's. Okay. My friend was putting on a show. I remember exactly what I was wearing. And I had this thing, like the nervous thing. I think everyone has their thing. Um, but mine was this, oops, it was, was the, the, the arm sway the whole time, just like straight nice. head arm sway. Yeah, that's good showmanship. Yeah, totally. I'm glad I broke that one. Yeah, that's what video is. How'd the show go? Um, I probably thought it was all right then. Yeah. I, I, I don't know about if I no, saw but it you, now. No, but you walked off stage feeling pretty good about it. And you're like, I think, I don't know. I'm pretty hard on myself. I can't okay. imagine that that was different back then. Um, but you know. I go hard on things. I'm definitely not like, oh, I'm just going to do this, like, you know, casually. I'm sure I worked really hard for that show, and I sure. probably did my best to put on a good show. And then when there, was there a moment when you decided or realized that this would be your career? I mean, I think that moving to California was a big move in that direction, you know, to make that decision mm -hmm. to uh, be a little bit deeper in the industry. Um so I would say that, yeah, you know, that was like seven, eight years ago now that I made that decision. Yeah. But making the decision to pursue music is different from music allowing you yeah, to pursue sure. it as a profession because that takes a long time. So, yeah, what was the thing, like, when did, when did you, when was the moment when you were realized that you could do this for a living? 
That was recent. I yeah. mean, because that's that's like being on this show, probably. <laughs> right I'm here, guessing. right now. Yeah. I made it. <laughs> that's usually the response. I guess. <laughs> um, this is like the cherry on top. Um, it's like a signpost. No, all these things are signposts. Like, you're on your way. It's a good metaphor. Yeah. Hey, if you're in Los Angeles on Sunday, October 8th, come see Rebel Radio Live at the LA Podcast Festival. I'll be on stage with uh, Meta World Peace from the Los Angeles Lakers. He's got a great story to share that I'm excited to uh, to do for y'all. So come see us live if you can. LAPodfest.com for tickets. And watch for the episode coming up on Rebel Radio. So what was that first one or when you when you like... I mean, again, I'm very hard on myself, so it took like a few, uh, basically licensing has been really good for me, so that means, you know, my show, you know, my music has been in TV shows and yeah. trailers and stuff, and I think it took like a handful of them before I was like, oh, is this, I guess this is happening. Yeah. Oh, okay, I guess I'm paying my bills now? I'm paying my rent right. for music? Really? Okay. Um, but I still, I mean, I every day, I'm still like, when's the next, you know, sure. gig going to come? So it's like... I don't know if there's, is there that moment? Well, probably for like Beyonce. But, you know, is there that moment where you're like, I made it and I'm comfortable right. and there we are. Like, for me, that that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's a constant striving. Yeah, I mean, I think there's levels. I was listening to an interview with Eddie Wong, um, you know, that uh, actor, chef, vice personality, and mm-hmm. he was like basically saying kind of the same thing that like, you make it to a certain level and then then there's certain things that can't affect you or can't like hold you back in the same way as they used to but then there's a bunch of new mm-hmm. stuff yep yeah. absolutely i was listening to a podcast about that recently yeah it's called the name of the podcast i never remember this but i it was so striking um problems are forever oh that's it good was called it was good and it was just Very about uplifting. that <laughs> well, it oh, was, sure. it was, <laughs> and she talks about that she's actually a coach, um, and, and, and it helped a lot, uh-huh. because it's like, in my head, I'm like, oh, there will be this time right. where I won't worry about, you know, things, or these things, which yeah. is true, I won't worry about these things, right. but probably my Something problems else. will get bigger, mm-hmm. you know, so it's really not about, like, trying to get away from them, it's about trying to come to a place of um, understanding how to work with them. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing now. Instead of being like, ah, contracts and right. business and payouts and accounting and all this shit that it takes to be a professional musician, which is like 95% of the work, mm-hmm. 5% creativity Yeah. F- at, at this point for me anyway. It's like, okay, now I just need to buckle down and actually find a way to make this interesting and fun. Yeah. And see. Julia's cousin was on the show, mm-hmm. Aaron Axelrod. Yeah. He's, he's a fantastic artist, super talented. And he said something that, uh, exactly that, that he said, I spend 90% of my time Mm -hmm. doing the business so that I get to spend 10% of my time making art. Yeah. And without that 90%, the other 10 isn't going to happen. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to balance things out now. Because then also the question for me is like, what's, what's life for? Yeah. And for me, life is for is for art. That's mm-hmm. where I feel alive. And so if I if I feel such an immense imbalance in those two percentages, which I have 
Sure. Until recently realizing that I'm like, well, you know what? Like, what is the point? Yeah. So I'm really working hard to like try and balance that out. Even if that means that I'm not doing some of the things that I should in regards to the business. Like mm -hmm. I just hope that my team will pick up the pieces, you know, and, and let me write more music. Yeah. That's what I'm here to do. I'm That's way great. better at that anyway. Yeah. Like way better. <laughs> yeah. So that that yeah, I mean, I think that's part of the challenge, right? Is you have to be able to hand things off. Yeah. And sometimes just allow them not to get done. That too. Yeah. It's not all going to get done. Right. Nope. Yeah, that's, that's a big one. Mm -hmm. um, so you, you mentioned licensing, and I, it looks like you have a lot. that That's worked really well for you. It's been nice. How does that happen? If I'm a... If I'm a I'm a musician, mm -hmm. and like every musician I know wants to license out their music. Of course, yeah. Uh, and you seem to do better at it than a lot of people I see. Why is that? I do have a lot of um, <clears throat> friend musicians reach out to me about this, yeah. and asking the same question, and I would really like to help with that. Um, but gosh, you know, it's like I can only say that, well, the way I met, I mean, I just met this woman at a, at a party. So I went out one night, and I didn't what when I lived in the Bay Area like I just was comfortable I didn't go out that much you know it's like mm -hmm. I know what's going on but I went out that night and I met her sent her my stuff and she just happened to really love it I'm calling no you hear me so I'm pleading please forgive me cause there's something She's a music supervisor? Or she's she's a, a music supervisor. Agent. She runs the licensing company that I'm oh, now cool. part of. So, I mean, yeah. I would say to, to artists that strive to, you know, like get into licensing, I mean, unless you get, you know, end up in a situation like that or you're in LA and these people are just everywhere, it's like cold calling, sending emails, sending your stuff. But there's just so many people doing that. So the truth is, and this, I don't know how to say this to my friends who reach out to me. I'm like, look, like I always knew it wasn't intentional. Like I wrote music that, I, I just knew was like going to be soundtrack, mm. you know, not on purpose. I wasn't like, I'm going to write this for that. Mm -hmm. It's just like, that's just the way I hear music. It's like huge strings and huge right. brass and big drums. And it's like, <clears throat> so when that happened for me, um, sort of on, you know, coincidence, I was like, oh, this makes sense. Like, yeah. And it's all, also it's about time because I've been working really hard. But um, I wasn't I wasn't doing the cold calling. I've done a lot of cold calling for other things, but that one was just like boom, destiny. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, it's just like write good music. Was there like one <laughs> sync that then opened that like changed the game that makes it easier to get the next one? Or I think that it snowballs like that for sure. Because yeah. then they're like, oh, so and so da 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 da. So um, which one would would what was it for you? Well, I'll say what the first, I think the first one, I'm pretty sure was the first one, which was actually Vice um, World mm. of Sports, I think. They used one of my songs for a trailer. 
which was so cool for me. And my licensing company is so good to me. Love you. Um, because she knows that I'm very political. She knows that I'm an activist. So she's never come to me and been like, hey, like, can we use this for McDonald's? Because she knows that, A, I would say right. no, and B, I'd be probably pissed off about it. <laughs> sure. Like, really? So she's actually done really great for me. So, you know, when I saw that it was Vice that picked me up, I was like, hell yes, I love what they do. They're so cool. Um, they're, they're covering really great ground. You know, mm -hmm. they're activists for sure. So that was great. That was the first one. I think that really helped, you know, snowball. And then I think the one that had like maybe more views and like really bumped up my like viewership was um, the show, which I don't actually watch TV, so I had to like find the show to, to watch it. Yeah. And I did get hooked after, but it, the show Lucifer. <laughs> I never heard of it. So, yeah, it's on Fox, I think. Okay. Yeah. And um, that did really well. I don't know analytics or anything like that, but my manager was like, wait a second. He's like, oh, we, you know, yeah, it's a good, it's a good thing. So that, nice. and that was good. That was a good thing. And yeah. also a very fun show to watch. So it was cool. And, and it was really cool, too, because, you know, it's on Fox. It's a mainstream television show. Mm -hmm. It's about loose, you know, you can imagine what that's about. Sure. Yeah. Um, so it's fun. So how do you, um, how do you think about, you know, you mentioned McDonald's, mm. um, and by the way, I ordered in McDonald's for oh, us, so they'll be here. Yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'll be ready with my pick, picket line. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you mentioned a show like Lucifer, right? And so how do you draw those lines of what's okay to align your, your brand and mm -hmm. your, your art with? Well, that's where I was on my way to oh. saying right. was um, the cool thing is with a show like that, um, that because it is so mainstream and my music, that album that did really well for my last album, We Animals, uh, that, that whole album was about um, the state of the world, the interconnectedness of all life, the mm -hmm. equality of all life, you know, animals, obviously, environmentalism. I, I write in a very like, um, I would say, sort of dark poetic way. So upon listening, if you just heard the song on the radio, you wouldn't know for sure that it's what it's about, mm -hmm. but that's what it's all about. And so to have these songs with this content on these huge shows, I mean, the moment in Lucifer, that show, was this woman where they're in bed and she turns, she's about to stab this guy. I mean, it's just epic. And that song is about, I'm apologizing to the earth mm -hmm. for what we've done. Sure. And I'm asking for like forgiveness and like, what can we do? And of course that they don't know that, but I'm like, wow, this is fucking like, this for me that's activism yeah if you can like hit the masses like that so if i were being difficult which i never am <laughs> i believe it i would say okay but you know why not spread that message even on a bigger stage like a mcdonald's commercial right Woo! there here's the biggest brand in the world that's you know mm. wow big one if i got an offer like that for like a hundred million dollars. <laughs> we probably, we need to have a serious debate about it. I probably wouldn't, it probably wouldn't be smart of me to just turn it down because there, you're right, there might be something there, right? There might be something way bigger than the commercial. There might be, oh, and then I'll have all this money to do something way sure. bigger. Or also, oh, and then like, I'll have this other release coincide with it that. You could buy a McDonald's franchise and burn it down. Or make it vegan. Effigy. Yeah. The vegan McDonald's. I don't think you're to do that. No, probably not. I think sure that's not. a violation. No, of absolutely, it's not going to work. Yeah, but you're right. You know, there is no, that. Um, there is that. So, you know, yeah. I'm just wondering how you think about that stuff because obviously, 
you have a very strong point of view as an artist. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my, my experience as, you know, someone and around people who, who care about their world and the art and the companies that, that we um, support, like, my experience is that it's a really complicated issue. Mm. That it's not like, oh, there's this guy in my neighborhood who has a store and he's an asshole, so I'm not going to shop at his store. Sure. Right? Or it's like everything is sourced from somewhere that we don't know exactly what's going on and the environmental impact. And, and some things are really obvious. Mm -hmm. And if you object to, you know, killing animals for meat, then probably McDonald's isn't a good fit, right? But, right. but then you're trading off money and opportunity and, and reach and all kind of other stuff. Tough. Yeah. I mean, I'll cross that bridge when I get there. Sure. I, and I hope that I'm blessed enough to have to cross that bridge. Absolutely. That's, you know, would be an honor. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Okay. <laughs> what about, um, so you changed your name. Mm -hmm. uh, and I want to understand why and how and what's that. And, I, you know, I think I, I saw a little bit of the old stuff. There's just one of you playing an acoustic. Ooh, long so, time ago. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, where'd you find that? <laughs> uh, I have uh, I have my source. The interwebs. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it seemed like a different artist project. Is that mm. is that accurate or was it? Tell me, tell me about the decision to become animal, mm -hmm. and how that's worked. Um, well, there were a few reasons. The first reason was actually sort of political in a way as well. Um, my birth name is Lila Rose, and so, um, but my main like competitor on Google was the other Lila Rose, who is a very, very famous, very religious, anti-abortion activist. Oh, nice. So she dominated Google. Yeah. You know, I was I, I made my way like third down, but there was confusion there. So people would go to my videos. I would read the comment. My manager would be like, "Oh God, read the comments." Like, we love your music, but your political stance. I'm like, no, it's not me. Really opposite um, perspectives there. So that that was definitely like a a constant issue. Like, how wow. do we yeah. divide that? Because she really is very very popular, unfortunately. Um, so that was a thing. But also, like, my birth name is really pretty and flowery and my music is really um sort of more dark and um like like anthemic and and mm -hmm. so um it just always felt like not quite the right fit for for what it is that I'm creating so I did make the change it's been I wonder if it's been a year yet maybe yeah maybe just a year um <clears throat> and there was so in terms of the old sound I mean I don't, I don't know where you found that that's must be it's on YouTube old. somewhere okay yeah. hopefully not on my channel <laughs> I have to Make sure that gets done. But um, yeah, I mean, that was probably like the beginnings. That was probably like, yeah, the beginning of my exploration. Because that's all I yeah. had. I had a loop pedal. I had a guitar. You know, I had a good, you know, piano. Whatever I just had access to. Sure. And then gaining tools. Like now I produce for myself. So, mm -hmm. you know, I'm in front of my computer a lot and doing that kind of stuff. So engineering. and um, But I did decide to move the name Animal and actually change the, so change my last two records, Heart Machine and We Animals. Mm -hmm. So I did go retroactively and change the name and change yeah. the covers and all the art and everything because yeah. of the licensing. Right. So if people are looking for me, they're like, oh, it's, you know, right. put it together. Find all one thing.
Yeah, is it? It seems like you know, one of your、uh, assets that you create as an artist is your social following, right? Right, and people get attached to a specific name or whatever, right? And so, how much was that a concern about like walking away from, you know, a name that people, some people knew and and were attached to, and like,、mm-hmm. but was there a strategy for how to like bring people along? Yes, there was a strategy, not、yeah. mine. My manager is pretty good with that, and、yeah. he he was great at holding my hand through that. There was nervousness around all that, but it was the time. That was the time because we were seeing all the numbers like、right. rise with all the you know, especially after Lucifer. We were like, oh my god! I think it must have been like right after Lucifer that we really just did it.、Mm-hmm. So it was like either okay, sure, like either now and it's going to be a little awkward for some people, like whatever. You know, few thousand or whatever, or later,、right. and then yeah, hopefully、course. it'll be more people. So,、um, so we made that decision. The other decision I should add is that、um, I would say the more personal reason for the name change. All that stuff was like important. Also, I really、mm-hmm. didn't want to be associated with the other Lila Rose in,、yeah. in that way. <laughs>、um, well, although I'd love to meet her one day, <laughs> you guys could、uh, have a chat. I've、yeah. written scripts. I seriously, I have written scripts for like I wanted to have like, like a, a celebrity death match. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Wrestle? Yeah. No, no. I'd like to actually wrestle like, for charity. Conversation. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um. But anyway, animal also like just being such a huge advocate of equality of all you know of all life. I mean,、yeah. the earth, all animals, all humans. I'm taking it to the 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 maximum equality level. To me, um, remembering that we're animals is the one thing that ties us together, regardless of race or gender, ethnicity,、mm-hmm. religion. Um. It's 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 that one thing that bonds us, I think, and、mm-hmm. so,、um, you know, and I am obviously a huge animal lover, so I just yeah, for me to do you have pets, I do. What do you? Have? I have a cat, and I have rescue chickens. They're all rescues, but、oh, wow. chickens. Actually, one of my chickens is homesick. Here in LA. Yeah, I got to go deal with that after this. My wife、year. wants chickens, but she wants every animal. Oh, me too. Every We have、animal. so many animals. Oh.、Even. We need to talk about this after the show. Yeah, it's、I、not fun. It. It's not fun at all. Oh, you don't like it? No, I. You know, I love animals. I don't feel the need to have them as roommates. <laughs> That's、um, a good way of putting it. <laughs> they're generally not great roommates for they're the most not. part. They're not. I mean,、yeah. they bring a lot of love, but they're absolutely. The yeah, I'd love to have them visit. <laughs> and if you're enjoying this one. Go back into Rebel Radio archives. Check out my interview. I think it was might have been our second episode ever. Was my man Gabriel Garcon Montano? He's、um, similar kind of sexy music vibe to what Animals All About. He's got a new record out.、Uh, if you haven't heard it, check it out. It's on the Stones Throw label. The album's called Jardin, and or Jardin maybe, and it's great.、Um, Gabriel Garcon Montano. After you finish up here with Animal,
So you, you've talked about your message a little bit, and I saw, I read online that, that the message is kind of central to your music. So how do you, how, how do you describe that? What's the, what's the pithy way of describing of the message? Describing the message, yeah. I mean, of the, of the music itself or like what I represent with my name and like who I am. Yeah, it's up to you. Well, because the last record, We Animals, actually, I wrote that record before I changed my name. Mm. So it was, like I said, you know, yeah. about the interconnectedness of all life and <clears throat> um, earth and animals and the whole thing in a really, you know, not corny way. Because uh, that could sound corny. It's about loving everyone. Sure. <laughs> it's a, but it is, uh, in, a, in a way. Um, so that's what that was about. Um, I mean, it's why you say that because... Uh, you know, your some of your music's pretty dark. Yeah. And um, you know, it's over definitely tackles I think some heavy themes. Well, that's what I was gonna say. So in terms of like was theme, the so it's over is uh, part of the the coming EP, or maybe it'll be out by the time this is out. Um, so so it's different thematically it was yeah. more of like we animals was the thing i always wanted to write and i didn't know how because it's hard to tackle that subject matter mm -hmm. and then i found a way to like wear it all the time with my name i was like oh that's it like i am animal like mm -hmm. all the time ask me what it means let's talk about it um but my music will be whatever it is that i'm going through and so this ep that's coming out that single i mean i was going through some shit. you know i was like getting out of a you know abusive relationship mm -hmm. and it was hard and I don't really write about that stuff normally but that's what was real for me and I needed to get it out and I did and coincidentally it sounds like the most like poppy thing sure. that I've ever written and yeah. I was like oops I guess I kind of wrote a pop song it totally unintentionally it was just came out like that and also the CP these coming songs like I was doing a lot of the production on my own um, instead of like relying on other people. And so because of that, I'm not that advanced in my production skills um, mm -hmm. with the programs that I'm using. So they are a little bit more like stripped down and simple. And it turns out that, you know, sometimes pop music is like that. So it might have a little bit more um, of an accessibility to the songs and also the themes because that's just what was up for me. Mm -hmm. But there's still, you know, no matter what, my music will always have some sort of like political aspect so I just can't get away from it so it's over it's like I'm I'm you know it's a it could be it could be a, like almost like a protest song in a way it's like don't like like get out <laughs> get yourself right. out if you're in something that I, I mean I'm such a hypocrite but you know I wrote it to 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 help myself you know be the you say song. hypocrite like that's a bad thing in this case it might be I just think well I don't know I don't want to speak for you but I think we're all I think hypocrisy is part of life yeah well thank you for saying that it makes me feel better <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, takes time well you mentioned being hard on yourself and i think that's like you know we we love to uh we love to complain about the hypocrisy in ourselves and others right and if you're inclined to be hard on yourself you're going to turn that inwardly if you're you know if you're having a righteous moment, you're going to be mad at everyone else's hypocrites. And mm -hmm. I think, like, that's just part of life that, hmm. you know, it's so much easier to think and, and say certain things than it is to live by those all the time. 
And, True. and those mistakes or those slip-ups is just part of being human. Well, thank you. That makes me feel a lot better. All right. That's yeah. my uh, Levine philosophy. The Levine philosophy. Something or other. It's an LP. No, I, I do appreciate Why that. Why are you so hard on yourself? Probably my dad's fault. <laughs> I love him, but fuck. <laughs> I mean, really, are you asking that question? Well, I am. You, you, that, that is true. My answer is true. Well, he was so hard I, on me. <laughs> okay. You called yourself a, uh, there's a word here. That's what curious. A terribly impatient machine. Ooh, where did I write that? I don't know. Oh, you were on my, like, yeah, I do Facebook stuff. or something. I, oh, maybe. It's, anyway, it doesn't matter. Sometimes so, I social media. Shit. I was like, wow, that's true. Where that's my new that? thing. I am reading. terribly impatient. Um, that's a great thing to do. I hear it's fascinating why tell me why that's a good thing to be and a bad thing to be okay good thing to be terribly impatient thank you for asking that question because i don't see it as a good thing again probably because i'm hard on myself but anyway why is it a good thing it's a good thing i get things done i do i do get things done i mean i'm a hard worker i'm persistent i will like do things that are incredibly uncomfortable to get the things done that I want to and create the vision that I see. What's an example? Um, like from a fun creative perspective, because some of that's not fun what I just said, but like some of the fun things is like, well, looks fun after, but uncomfortable. Like, you know, some of the photo shoots, the things that I see in my head, I'm like, oh man, really? Like, like my last album cover, like I was holding a gun to my head, you know, and it's like, oh, am I going to put this out? Because that's, that's going to freak some people out. Like, yeah. you know, for sure. Um, so I did end up, I don't know if you've seen it, but I did end up making it very dark so that people wouldn't just see it at first. But now, as I've aged a little bit, I'm like, I wish I would have just made that more obvious because people are like, right. oh, there's a gun there? Yeah. Like, hell yeah, there's a gun there. And now I am stand stronger in, in my strain, you know, the things yeah. that I want to say. So like that. Plus you could get like an NRA sponsorship. And that, That'd be awesome. too, right? Yeah. Money. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, yeah, All so right. things like that. Things that are don't like me, any of my ideas. <laughs> I love all of them. McDonald's and all right, these are my <laughs> suggestions for you. I, you know, this is where the money's advice. at, right? So I, I might have to talking. consider these things. <laughs> so yeah, so doing the things that are uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah, I'm willing to do that. The reason impatience is bad is I rush into things sometimes, and then it's like life passes me by. It's like where was I? Like, I was trying to get all these things done. I'm like, yeah. how did I get here? Well, how did I get, really, like, how did I get here? Where was I when I was doing all these things, trying to get yeah. all these things done? And was I enjoying myself? So these are the questions that I've been asking myself, and I think that's why I'm making big life changes. Moved to L.A., you know, and which is very recent. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm glad that I have an opportunity to see myself enough now, early on enough, um, because this industry is brutal. I mean, it kills people. It just does. You know, you just can be driven to insanity because you work so hard, mm-hmm. because you strive, because you're probably a complex person if you're making, like, art in the first... If that's... You're trying to make that your career, I mean, mm-hmm. in the first place is a crazy thing to do. So, um, so yeah, the impatience, you know, is really uncomfortable. And it doesn't work anyway. Like, what's the point? I could be like, oh, I want to be so much farther along, but I'm not. So I might as well, like, sit back and enjoy where I am. So that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, I think that's an interesting, like, um, I think successful people generally want to be more laid back about it. Right, probably, right? But 
I don't know that you get successful that way. Mm. Mm. <laughs> but then if you want to take that a step further, are those successful people happy? And then the, then the final question is, is all this for happiness? Right. So, and if so, you'd think so, because like it, fame, fame, a lot of people strive for fame, you know, popularity, all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. Um, you know, show, you know, mo a lot of famous people aren't happy. Right. <laughs> so, I think yeah, it's but, important to ask these questions. Ha you know, happiness, is, I've always found happiness a tough one. That is a tough one. <laughs> because it's so uh, vague. True. It's so, like, um, I think it was Tony Robbins that I listened to years ago who was like, people want happiness. And I tell them, close your eyes and think of, you know, the happiest moment that you can remember. Mm -hmm. And they do. And he goes, okay, now you're happy. Mm. Now what? Like you're happy in that moment. Mm. Now what? Mm -hmm. I may have all made all that up about Tony Robbins. I don't know if that was right. Sounds about right. Yeah, like I think so. Um, <laughs> right. And, and so I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm anti-happiness, basically. Um, no, I think like. What a statement. Well, I'm joking, but I, but I, I think we use that as a substitute for like digging deeper into, well, what are the things mm. that make us happy or, you know, I'll be happy when, mm. whatever, right? And so to, you might answer that as like, I'll be happy when my music is making an impact on the world and mm -hmm. my message is, you know, is making a difference for people that it resonates with or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And out of that, you're going to struggle to get there to, yeah. to make that happen. <coughs> and so, um, you know, I, I actually think like finding happiness in the struggle mm. is um, sometimes more achievable mm -hmm. than this sort of like uh, just this sense of peace that we're expecting to like descend yeah. upon us. We're, we're on the same page. Beautiful. That's the real life. All right, I'm done. Yeah. Thanks for coming. <laughs> We're on the exact same page. Well, I mean, hey, that's what that, does it get more profound than that? Whoa. We could talk about like why what inspired me to write music. We can talk about that, but like really, the end point is like what be, the purpose of being alive. So yeah. yeah, it's like no, there's no end point where happiness is like unicorns and rainbows. It's like how do you just like find this moment right here? Because here we are to be like enough. It's back to Bikram. Back to Bikram. <laughs> right? It's like you're, you're, you're meant to find, you put yourself into uncomfortable positions yeah. in order that you can be peaceful in uncomfortable positions. I guess so. That's the way I was, that's the way I learned to do yoga. Yeah. Right? Is that the point is to be comfortable outside of your comfort zone. Right. Which is a metaphor for life. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, right? We're fucking deep on Rebel it's Radio. It's getting now. deep. I got to tell you. What. I can't okay, help I have it. questions for you. Okay. We do this like lightning round thing, except for it's not really that fast. Okay. So we call it a lightning round slow anyway. Lightning? Maybe there's a better name for it. What's slow James. lightning? Molasses. Slow. Molasses. <laughs> Welcome molasses. to the molasses round. <laughs> okay. What are you most excited <laughs> about in your life right now? Uh, <clears throat> eh, not to be like, I'm plugging it. Yeah, I'm not. Well, the answer is true. I am really excited about this release that's coming up. Um, no, I am. What's the EP called? The EP is called Release! 
I say it like that because there's an exclamation mark at the end. Yeah, people exclamation love mark. Yeah. Release, release, like get it out. So that's what the EP's called. Release. Okay. And the name of the single is "It's Over," yeah. and I'm excited about the single because, like I said, it's. Um, I think it's the most accessible thing I've done, accessible, and um, so I'm excited to see what it does for me, mm-hmm. for my career. I'm really excited about that. I'm a little bit nervous, but mostly, yeah, I think that's what I'm most excited about. And it's really nice. soon too. It's like in a couple weeks, so yeah, I feel the anticipation. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Tell me one decision that changed your life forever. Moving to California. Yeah, moving to. Uh, Was that a hard choice? No. Okay. It was a choice I was, you know, in my, like, mid, tw- you know, 20s, and I was just, it, I just knew it. Mm-hmm. I always knew I wanted to leave Toronto, mostly because of the weather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's horrible. But I, I just... I don't blame you. Yeah, I, I knew it. I would leave any everywhere and come to California. Exactly. Yeah. Stoked. I was just like, yeah, it was, that was an easy thing. I, yeah. It was an easy decision to make, and then it was like, and then it caught up with me. But that was the best thing that I ever chose for my life. Yeah. Okay, complete this sentence. Cat. I, oh, that's good. <laughs> okay, next question. <laughs> no, I want to know. Complete this sentence. Okay. I don't have talent. I have blank. Passion. Okay. Yeah. It's good. Okay. What talent or skill have you always wished you had more of? I wish I was a better instrumentalist. What yeah. instruments would you like to be Ooh. better at? Piano. Yeah. If I was a really good pianist, that would be off the hook. Yeah, yeah I'd be really good at that. Yeah. What other <clears throat> career would you want if you knew you couldn't fail? Outside of music? Yeah. Do you see my mind going, Nothing what? Nothing to do with <laughs> oh, If I could be good at it, whoa, probably a politician? Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, can't believe I just said that. Okay. Yeah. Like a senator or some shit? Like, what, what Probably the president. President? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, fuck Save yeah. the animals. I don't know. That seems like a shit job. That I mean, seems terrible. I don't know why I just said that, but I guess, you know, trying hey, to change, things like that. It's, it's all up to you. It's good at it. So if I worked for you, I was on your team or whatever, what's something I would hear you say over and over? Do you have you heard me say something over and over? Um... Well, you like you like to you like to find out the people around you like to know like what they're passionate about. You ask me that a lot. Oh, that's nice of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, we do. Like, we, yeah, you that's like to know like how they're like. You also like to know how their days go. Like you know, just kind oh, of the little things. I'm caring. You and always thoughtful. like check in. You know, that's or check nice. in or, Look at you. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember the question, but that's nice. Doesn't matter. It was a good answer. <laughs> what are you? What is your team here? You say well, the most. Yeah, well, Check yeah, and we usually don't want the real answer. We just want what you think. It is. But it's, <laughs> I'm like, but she's right here. Like, no, no, it's great. And that's actually that was great for me. Thank you. <laughs> a little self reflection there. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I actually, uh, if I ever go on a job interview, I'm gonna ask that question. I'm gonna ask. If I worked here, what would I hear you saying over and over? That is a great question to ask. Right? And I think probably the real answer to that, because it'd probably be more my manager, who I do talk to several times a day, is something yeah. along the lines of, like, I'm freaking out. Yeah, because her <laughs> answer didn't sound very impatient. Right. That's because, I, yeah, I don't see them every day. incredibly patient. <laughs> and they're new oh, for me. We're not, like, in that, oh, like, I, I can say it all. Yeah, my manager. Yeah. So your manager would get a more impatient 
Yeah, yeah. I'm freaking out. I'm stressed out. Oh, God. <laughs> Things <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> what freaks you out most? Like, what comes to mind as a thing that's going to freak you out? Oh, well, like, you know, it, it, it costs a lot to do, to be, you know, to do anything of, unfortunately, yeah, it, well, you know, on the scale, probably it's not that much, but like, it's like the, the income yeah. versus the, the sure. output is not always balanced for the level, the degree of the things that I want to create. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, my mind's not simple. I'm like, and then we're going to cover a whole forest and recycle plastic in Guatemala. We did that. And then I'll take it all down. Um, so nice. it's just I have these big visions. And so like, uh, so I guess the fear is like that I won't be able to, yeah, that I'm going to run out of money, I guess. And, you know, not be, and I won't have anything to show for it. So <laughs> you, um, it seems like you put a lot into the live show. That it's too, it's yeah. cinematic. And mm -hmm. um, why is that, why is that important? Because, like, uh, like, there's a lot of money goes into that, a lot of time and, yeah. <clears throat> and energy. Um, totally. Some other artist may just go up on stage with a band or by herself or whatever. Yeah, but did right? you remember the show? I don't even know who I'm talking about. See? I'm just making stuff up. <laughs> uh, no, so why is that, like, why is that what you want to do? I think I'm here. I think part of my purpose is to inspire, you know, and, and I want people to come away changed. I want them to come away, like, remembering it. I want mm -hmm. them to be like, holy shit, and talk to their friends, be like, dude, this chick was singing from a cage, and she broke out of it, and there was the 3D mapping, and I want to do things, if possible, that haven't been done quite like that before. Mm -hmm. I mean, everything's been done, but, like, you know, to sure. try and find a new angle, and, um, yeah, I mean, a million and million, millions of people have gotten up on stage and played guitar before, and that's just not, I'm just not interested in doing that. Is there, is there, um, is there someone who's, <clears throat> whose live show do you think of when you, when you kind of, I don't um, know what you're doing? I mean, not, okay. Like, who sets oh. the bar for you? Oh, well, you know, you even hear these stories of what I'm saying, which is very inspiring to me. I had this like, feeling and sensation and strive before I even heard interviews with people like um, Lady Gaga. Mm -hmm. But then hearing interviews with people like her on that scale, I mean, she's like not, you know, I don't know if this is true, but she says that she doesn't make money on the tours because she puts so much money into it. And same thing as Kanye West. Mm -hmm. um, these people, they put so much into it that they actually end up like, yeah, like not you know, making money. So mm -hmm. is I that find the, that. Is that the goal? Kanye West. To not make money. money no. <laughs> no, but they can afford to. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. sure, that's my goal, to be at a point where I can afford to, like, do what I want to do yeah. and not worry about a huge, like, millions of dollar loss. Of course that's my goal. Sure. Hell yeah. Kanye can be like, okay, now we're going to do this huge thing and sure, we're going to lose money, but I don't care because I want millions more. Right. So yeah. Yeah, I strive to be like that. Maybe a little smarter with my money. Okay. <laughs> Who would you be most excited to learn as a fan of your work? Well, gosh. I mean, if I heard that someone like Bjork was a fan, I'd be like, done my job. I could die in that moment. Nice. And then be revived so I could keep doing it. But yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. What's your favorite city to travel to? Great question. 
Um, for some reason, like cities that I've never been to just pop to mind. That's hilarious. Okay. It's like my future vision. Like I'd really like to go to Italy. I have yeah. a feeling I'm going to love it there. Uh, but so far, favorite city. Cities aren't really the thing that, like I think of all the places I've traveled and it's really about actually nature. Mm. So I just thought about like places in um, like Sinai, you know, like. Um, I don't know what that is. It's the border. It's well, it's Egypt, actually. Oh, um, wow. Between Israel and Egypt there. It's really beautiful. You know, places in Australia. But I think more nature. Oh, we say Sinai. Is that. Sorry. No, no, no I'm not correcting mm-hmm. you. I'm just. Well, some people say, yeah, I guess maybe I was just hanging out with a bunch of Israelis. Sinai. Sinai. Okay. I had no idea. Sinai. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, just beautiful, like, yeah. interesting places. What is, is, it's desert, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's on the water, you know, like yeah. the, dead, the Dead Sea. I mean, I don't know why I'm thinking of Israel right now. Anyway, it's just what... I've heard Israel's mind. beautiful. It's very beautiful. Never been. It's gorgeous. What's the last great book you read? Ooh. Hmm. Mm, uh, I've been reading some self-help, though. Okay. So, I mean, but Eckhart Tolle is killing it. Yeah? I mean, it's not, I can't say, like, oh, he's reading this amazing novel. But he's so good. Uh, which one? Oh, what is it called? Oh, my God. You're killing me right now. Eckhart Tolle's The Art of Synchro Destiny or something oh, like shit. that. It's about, um, it's about being in more of a place for, you know, um, coincidences, basically. Yeah. Yeah, which is really cool. Well, uh, don't feel bad. Our last week's guest also named Eckhart Tolle. No way. Yeah. Oh, I feel so much better. <laughs> Always be yourself. See? Right. <laughs> what movie have you seen the most in your life? Ooh. I actually don't really watch movies on repeat too much. What about as a kid? Okay, as a kid, yeah. Um, probably it was The Wizard of Oz. Mm. Yeah, which I feel proud to say that. That's a good movie to see on repeat. Okay. Yeah. And Groundhog Day. That's see? ironic. That's ironic. <laughs> it, it always. <laughs> it never fails. Yeah. That's one of mine, too. It's not the top, but it's up there. Are you serious? Groundhog Day? Oh, yeah. That's just too weird, though. But, like, there's movies like that. See, I like to ask, ask that question because if I asked you your favorite movie, like, you'd have some, like, you'd either say, oh, I don't, there's so many, I can't think of them. Yeah. Or you'd say, or you'd have some, like, well-considered answer that you think paints you in a certain light or whatever, subconsciously or not. Right, right, right. But, but the movie you've seen the most often ends up being something that maybe isn't great, mm-hmm. but it's good enough. It's usually funny or, like, like it doesn't make you think super hard. Mm-hmm. And it's on all the time. Right. And Groundhog Day is one that just like, you know, the cable companies get it. And so they just put that on, a, you know, a few times a year, hmm. around that time every year, whatever, that you're like Christmas time. Right. It's, you know, and and you, you'll catch it like halfway through and you'll just watch right. for a while. Like, I know this. Yeah. I know what happens. So like I <laughs> always find people, that answer is, it's not like you've sat down to watch the movie from front to back. No. Right. It's just like you caught it and you, you just watch from wherever. Have other people answered that question the same? Groundhog Day? I don't think we've had that one. Definitely okay, not good. Wizard of Oz. I don't think we've had Groundhog Day. But that genre, that okay. like category of movies. Of, 
yeah, like I got like I, you know, plane trains and automobile. That's uh-huh. one for me. Nice. That like home oh, alone. Oh yeah, home alone, definitely. Right, like it just is on. Yeah. And then you're like, oh yeah, this is good enough. I'll sp- I'll give it an hour. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. And or you think you're just gonna watch a couple minutes of it and then you get oh my god, back no, on the couch. All of the movies I saw this See? year. Not a lot. I didn't get to watch a lot of TV or movies though. The Wizard of Oz though, we had that one. I didn't either, but I snuck it. Yeah. I watched a lot of TV. I just was not supposed to. Right. Yeah. My dad let me watch The Simpsons, which I think was for him. That's why mm. he let me. <laughs> yeah, don't, we don't let my son watch The Simpsons or Family. Last night he asked my wife why can't he watch Family Guy. Oh, well, I'd be like, sure you can. So we, let's watch together. <laughs> I, yeah, show. I'm on the fence. You know. I mean, they're not going to, it depends how old they are, but they're <coughs> not going to know what's going on, but still. He wouldn't get a lot of it. But subconsciously, there's some like real dark humor that they might. We let him watch a lot that's kind of advanced for him. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. Fun for the family, right? Absolutely. <laughs> it's better than the crap that he watches. Yeah. Like the kids stuff. It's, I didn't know. It's terrible. I'm sorry. It's the worst. Yeah. No, you shouldn't know. It's not <laughs> worth knowing. Um, who's your favorite DJ? Hmm. Oh, that's cute. My first thought was my friend yeah yeah believer that? was his name believer believer okay yeah he plays you know like yeah it's great yeah i'm not gonna be like skrillex it's like kills it because you know like everybody knows skrillex but what, um what about your favorite live show you've ever seen hmm well favorite gosh that's a mind-boggling question such a perfectionist. Gotta get this right. I mean, um, you will be graded. Yeah, right. Oh my <coughs> God, that's what it brings back for me. <laughs> <laughs> like nothing does it. Like, oh man, did you see like the that most recent Bjork tour? It was a couple. Years I've ago. not seen Bjork live. Maybe at Coachella. Oh, but I haven't. I seen don't know if Coach. Oh wait, pause. Okay, yeah, Bjork, love you for life. But speaking of Coachella, whoa. That was actually the most life-changing show. Was at Coachella, Sia. Yeah. So I guess that was last year. Yeah. Damn. Did you guys see that <coughs> show? Yeah. My brain was, was just awesome. like, I mean, that's what I want. I mean, I'm on a tiny scale. But that's how I want people to feel when they walk away. Like, mm-hmm. what just happened? And she, it's like, she just took it to the next level. Integrating performance art, dark, yeah. very dark performance art onto that scale of a production when you're that famous. Yeah. I was just like, props, girl. Like, that That takes some, that takes guts, I think. Mm-hmm. Just bringing it into the, the mainstream like that. It's fantastic. Yeah, she's just, her and her team are, I don't know, like, who comes up with these ideas? I'm sure she's behind a lot of it. I, or I'd like to think she is. I just think they're incredibly innovative. Yeah. Yeah. That was the most mind-blowing show. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So, um, okay, EP's coming out. Yeah. Where Where's everyone going to find it? They'll be able to find it everywhere. Yeah. Online. Animal, no vowels. A-N-M-L right. dot us. U-S. Dot us. A-N-M-L dot us. Very inclusive. Uh-huh. That's the point. Or patriotic. <laughs> depending, depending on how you read it yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um maybe you guys can help me how do we say because i haven't had to say the ep title too much yet okay how do we say it so it's spelled it's all capital letters yeah release 
exclamation mark. Oh. So how do you say an exclamation mark? Because to say, it's called release. Like, that doesn't say it. And I also don't want to yell because I don't want to scare people. Release! <laughs> I think you just yell. <laughs> really? Yeah. So what's the coming of the... Release! Yes. Really? See, that's the part they're going to remember. That's true. Yeah. Right. Okay, so that didn't freak you out. Even if it did. Okay. Even better if it did. Okay. All right. So if I'm... Like, for instance, if I'm like, you know... Hanging out with Ellen, like on her show, right. like you know, doing an interview. Yeah, she did that. You don't think I'd be like? Oh, Are you gonna Josh, dance with Ellen? I would do anything with Ellen. I would okay. do anything with Ellen. Right. <laughs> I love her. Yes. Can we make that happen? <laughs> yeah, get on that. <laughs> you guys should just. Oh, she's the best. <laughs> You guys should just go straight from here. Uh, yeah, we're next. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, okay, so release. Get up there. Is out on, I think, uh, end of the month. Okay. Yeah. And social, what, what's your, where are you most active? Where am I Somebody wants to follow you on social, like, where's uh, the place? I mean, probably like the Friendster? place. Is that? Oh, my God. Flickr page? Is that I what's going so on? I feel so old. No, you don't even know what that is. I, I mean, I've heard them. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm so, should be, yeah, I'm, Where would you so send people? probably they should go to Instagram because okay. I need to get better at it. Nice. Yeah. That's a promise. Goals, because right now I'm not so very good at it. Um, so animal music, A-N-M-L music. Mm-hmm. All vowels and music. Yeah. A-N-M-L okay. music is my handle on all of the social media. Cool. The Facebook and the Instagram and the Twitter. Thank you for being here. This Thanks is a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Come back. Okay. Come time. back and tell us how you made it such a huge success. Perfect. That'd be awesome. I'm totally down. Yo, that was Animal on Rebel Radio. I hope you enjoyed it. Leave us a comment, a review on iTunes. Hit us on Twitter, Facebook, at Rebel Radio Net. And uh, look at the YouTube channel for some video snippets of some of our favorite episodes. Most important, come back next week for more Rebel Radio. Peace.